everybody, and welcome to the Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. I'm your host, Robert Folly. I'm Danny Mons, and i got to bring up something. We did a whole wrestling episode, right? And I thank you for that. A week late, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it happened. Either way. <laughs> and I was talking about ridiculous match stipulations. I forgot about the uh, a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Okay. Where Buff Bagwell, who is now a Mellis escort in real life, in case you were curious. Is there such a thing as a pole match? Because... Yeah. See, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to it. Don't worry. But no, they put this man's mom on a forklift, raised her up, and the person to lower his mother won. Okay. And I forgot to bring that up, but I'm sorry. But a pole match, they just hang something from a pole on the, in the Oh, corner that doesn't of the sound nearly as sexy. Nope. And it, if you grab it, you can use it. Like, it's either a, like a, a baseball bat or I don't know. Okay. There's, uh, it's not last... nearly as sexy. No, no. There's no stripping or penises involved. But just, I think, last week on Raw, there was a guitar on a pole match. Oh, okay. Why do I defend this stuff? I've been asking that f- to you for, uh, we've known each other five years now? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's also buried alive matches. I forgot to bring those up. Those, you have to bury your opponent alive. You you brought that up. Did I? Yeah. Good. I didn't fail completely. Either that or I'm thinking of the uh, one-shot podcast that you and I listened to with- uh, Cool Dad? With Cool Dad. I, I might re-listen to those episodes. Uh, apparently, they have an entire- I'm going to cut this out. Come on. Because we're advertising another podcast right now. Oh, we don't have to be dicks about it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, apparently, they have a, another podcast only for their Patreon called the Thunderdome, which is all that. Damn it! I've never, I, I've never signed up for a Patreon. That's tempting. Send them a dollar every month. Yeah, that's true. But Colt Cabana won't be on it. Uh, no, but Cool Dad might. That's true. He was the better part. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know because Colt Cabana is the reason that God showed up. Because he was the devil, yes. This is just getting into free advertisement, so maybe we should wrap this part up, but that is fun. Yeah, like I said, I'm going <laughs> to cut this part out anyway. I thought I was editing this one. Oh, well, cut this part out anyway. Well, I don't have to. You're not going to be here. Yeah, true. <laughs> I just got out of the Thor Ragnarok movie. Yeah, yeah okay. It is pretty damn good. Okay, that's... Uh, I've heard the other Thor movies, uh, people consider them an obligation. Uh, yeah. And I, I can kind of see that. Like, I like the first one quite a bit. The well, second one, I've tried rewatching, and I've, I haven't made it more than 15 minutes in. Yeah, the second one's rough. And the reason that it's so rough is because every death in it is immediately cut short. You yeah. don't you don't have chance to mourn. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, But uh, remember last week when we were talking about the, the movies, and I had said that every Marvel Studios movie is really a not a superhero movie, but a different genre movie that happens to have superheroes. Yeah. Uh, I would say that Thor 1 and 2 would be like almost period dramas set in modern day. You think? Not the first one, do you think? Uh, this is him in a desert town. The The first one is a redemption story. Yeah. Which is weird for a character you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the second one is definitely period with the elves and the fantasy, you know, that that's straight up fantasy period. Yeah. I mean, the ninth doctor's there. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one I would classify as a comedy. Okay. And this, this movie had me laughing more than any other of the Marvel movies so far today. Even Guardians. Even Guardians. Okay. Because uh, we laughed a lot during Guardians too. Yes. Okay. Uh, but this one, like, I was laughing every couple minutes, like out loud, could, like, ha ha, couldn't help. Not like that because that sounded retarded. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that, that sounded bad. That sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing a guy in the back of the uh, movie theater just, ha ha, ha ha. Oh, no, I sat right in the center. I, I went by myself. That was funny. Ha ha! Yeah, uh, I didn't have anybody to go with, so I was honey, like, screw I it. I, I've seen every single Marvel movie in theaters so far. I wasn't going to miss this one. I haven't. I don't think. I didn't see Iron Man 3 in theaters. That might be it, actually. I guess Iron Man 2, is. I, I I take it back. Iron Man 2, I didn't see. I saw 2. I saw 1 and 3. I've seen all I've seen all of the others. Just 2 is the only one that I didn't see. I saw that uh, after the fact because I, I was homeless at the time it came out. Oh. <laughs> Um, oh, the first Guardians I didn't see in the theaters either. No? Mm-mm. No, I didn't know anything about them. I didn't really care about seeing the movie. Uh, there was a talking tree and a talking raccoon. I, I wanted to see it just for the weirdness of it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. I'm glad I watched it eventually, and I uh, we saw the second one in theaters together. So. Yes. And uh, Homecoming as well. Yeah, which Homecoming is still probably my favorite of the new Marvel movies, even though it's partially Sony. I don't know. It's good. I liked it. Well, it's the quintessential superhero, whereas Marvel Studios is doing different genres with superheroes in it. 
uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is a superhero movie. It's him become like really becoming Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though he calls himself Spider-Man throughout the entire thing, you see the moment in that movie where he does become Spider-Man. Right. And quick spoiler for those who haven't seen the movie yet. At one point, he gets trapped under a bunch of rubble, and he's sitting there screaming and crying for somebody else to help. And he looks down, and he sees his mask in the water, and the reflection does the perfect comic book thing where it shows half his face as Peter Parker and half his face as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that's the moment that he becomes Spider-Man and lifts that off himself. Really need to rewatch that movie. I don't know why I haven't yet. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it is. It so is. good. Uh, but Thor, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so is it at all? Uh, I, the trailers made it look kind of like it was going to end up being like a. Think of it like a buddy cop movie, but the cops are Thor and the Hulk. Uh, I wouldn't quite go that far with no, it. I want to see that movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there's a lot of talk with the Hulk and Thor together. Mm-hmm. And Mark Ruffalo is probably the second, the second most on-screen person. Okay. Uh, maybe third. Where he hasn't gotten his own movie, that's good. Yeah. Um, and this time they actually did something interesting. So all of the other times that they have shown the Hulk in, in the movies talking or yelling or anything, mm-hmm. it was Lou Ferrigno. This oh, yeah. time yeah. They, they didn't have Lou Ferrigno voicing the Hulk. It was Mark Ruffalo. Okay. And you can tell, but it wasn't distracting. It, it, Mark, Mark Ruffalo plays a damn good Hulk. Good. Good. Um. But yeah, it, very very funny movie. At one point, um, you know, in the in the trailers, you see that the two of them fight in an arena. Mm-hmm. A- after that, there there's a moment. Well, there's several moments after that where they're talking together. They're in the same room and they're talking, and they're just like getting angry, throwing shit at each other. And like the Hulk takes this shield and throws it and impales into a wall. And Thor just goes, "What?" is wrong with you <laughs> like it was all fun and games you took it too far yeah but he's the hawk he's supposed to yeah i mean um but it's great because he's like uh you know you don't like me no one on earth likes me no no i, I like you but wh- where's banner no banner only hawk well that's good because i gotta tell you big guy you're my favorite <laughs> <laughs> and then wow. and then when mark ruffalo like bruce banner comes back he he's like you're only using me for the hawk no nah, look look he's always smash smash oh god you're my favorite guy <laughs> It it's a very very funny movie. I've heard you get to see the Hulk's butt as well. Yes. How is it? Uh, it muscular. I bet. Yeah. Good. Uh, Thor sees his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because a- after the fight, the first thing that you see after Thor wakes up, he he sits up and there's movement in the corner in this dark corner. There's this huge jacuzzi and Hulk's jerking off. The, the Hulk's just kind of sitting there. Oh. And, and he's like. Hulk in a jacuzzi. Never thought I'd see that. Wow. <laughs> so it's very self-aware, huh? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I really want to see it. Uh, he probably should have made a joke about how the Hulk's penis is more impressive than his hammer, though. Um. Well, no. the, the most that he says about his penis, he's like, oh, the, the, you're naked. Yep. Um. I can't, I can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, are there going to be like ramifications from this movie and the others, you think? Or is this just kind of like a one and done, kind of it's on its own the way that this ends, I'm very interested to see the next couple movies. Okay. Because, well, I, I, can't, I can't say anything without giving huge spoilers. Okay. Um, but everybody knows that this is setting up Infinity Wars. Right. And so it does that at the very end. Do you actually see Thanos? Nope. No? Hmm. Not really. Okay. I think I see a ship, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. And that's all I can say without really giving away what's going on. Okay. So uh, this in no way follows the comic line? No, 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 no. In the comic line, the way that it happens is it's old Norse mythology, Mm -hmm. and Thor ends up, like, pulling out both of his eyes and dropping it into the Well of Knowledge, which is why Odin has one eye. He pulls out his eye, drops it into the Well of Knowledge, and that's what gives him his knowledge of runes. That's a smarter way to do it, because then he can still see out of his other eye! Like, in Norse mythology, Thor hangs himself for... Or not Thor. Odin hangs himself for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor, at the very beginning of this, is hanging by a chain. But not around his neck. Just kind oh. of dangling there. So... That's, I mean, it's, in, a, it's in a Disney the, movie. <laughs> in the comics, he's following Odin's footsteps. And 
he knows that Ragnarok is coming, he's trying to stop it, and so he gives himself ultimate knowledge by pulling out both of his eyes, dropping it into the Well of Knowledge, and instead of hanging himself for a week, he hangs himself for like a month, I, I don't really remember, but a much longer time than Odin did. Was he just trying to one-up his old man, it sounds like? Uh, trying to get ultimate knowledge and mm-hmm. ultimate power to stop what's coming, and in the comic, what ends up happening is he's unable to stop everything. All of the Asgardians die. And oh, shit. He sits and is holding Loki's head, talking head, as uh, he watches the, not the Midgard Serpent, it may have been the Midgard Serpent, swallow everything. Asgard? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then That's he gets, fucking bleak, man. And then he gets reborn into a new body uh, on Earth, because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the comics, it's different than the movies. In the movies, they're just gods. They're not people that have godly aspects, whereas right. in the comics, the, the people who can pick up Thor's hammer become Thor. Right, right. So he wakes up in this new body that, you know, people have been trying to pick up the hammer for months, and just this random doctor comes, and now I'm Thor. Mm-hmm. And then he goes around and raises Asgard on Earth. That seems like a bad idea. And, and then finds the people that have the godly aspects of the fallen Asgardians. Oh, okay. Including Loki, who is now female. Weird. Yeah, because uh, he thinks that he's bringing back Sif. Oh, Mm-hmm. Like, he recognizes the godly aspect. It's a strong female, and he goes, I know exactly who you are. Boom. Hello, brother. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it weird that I find you attractive? <laughs> In all honesty, the Hela, Kate Blanchett's character, mm-hmm. looks like the female Loki in the comics. Oh, really? Which is, when they were originally showing the the trailers, I thought that's what was going to happen, is they were going to introduce a female Loki and not bring in... Uh, the dude, I forget the actor's name. Yeah, Hiddlesworth. Piddles, Piddles, nope. Uh, Hiddleston. Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston. Tom, Tom Hiddle. Hiddleman. Middleman. Tom Riddle. Tom, Tom Riddle. No, that's Voldemort. Batman. Hiddlesworth. It, it is Hiddlesworth. <laughs> sure. But that that's the direction I thought they were going when they first showed the trailer. Not at all. Right, okay. Um, It's a very intelligent movie as well. Like, because it's speaking about getting over your past and moving on to the future. Okay. Um, without ever directly saying this is about forgetting your past and moving on to the future because right. the the main villain is obsessed with the past when Asgardians used to be rulers. Right. Uh, of everything. Like they they conquered realms and her whole thing is, you know, my ambition got too great for the old man and he banished me. Mm. Thor is you know, he's tied to his hammer. And when that breaks, he doesn't know what's going on. He he thinks that, you know, I can't move on. I'm not as powerful without it. And he has to get past that in order to, you know, rise above. Okay. Loki, everything about Loki has always been about his past, his mm-hmm. history, how he's not actually as guardian. Right. Um, how he's not really Odin's son. Right. And in this, it seems like a lot of it, he's wanting to be... Part of it is he's the same old Loki. Part of it is he wants recognition from his brother, it seems. Okay. And, like, it, it, the new girl that's brought in, the Valkyrie, you know, she, uh, you know, you see clips in the trailers of her downfall, the the fight with Hela years ago. Mm, okay. So she's trying to get past that. It's all about getting over the past and moving on to the future. Okay. And it, it does it in a very intelligent way without beating you over the head with it. Right. Okay. Yeah, I really want to see it. It sounds really good. Um, But not nearly as serious as the comic line, obviously. No. It's much funnier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which, apparently, according to uh, Hollywood Babylon, Kevin Smith's uh, podcast, Chris... Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, is that who plays? Yes, I know that one for sure. Okay. Uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, went to the director after listening to a podcast with Kevin Smith mm-hmm. uh, saying, here are the changes that we need to make. This guy's right. Yeah, um, that's the shorter hair, losing the hammer, all of it came from uh, a podcast. And making it funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Does instead... it explain the short hair in the movie? Or oh, just... yeah. Oh, yeah. It's done in a great way. Oh, okay. Cool. Because, I, I mean, it shows the hammer getting destroyed in the trailer. Yeah. You actually see weakness in Thor. That's different. Yeah, in this movie you see a lot of weakness in Thor. Hmm. Um 
I, I'm going to spoil one part, but it's it's for pure comedic effect. Yeah, okay. Uh, after he is captured on the planet where he does battle with Hulk, mm-hmm. um, he, he's tied to this chair and it's moving through like this cosmic hologram, for lack of a better term. Okay. And in the background, it's playing the, the instrumentals for... Pure imagination. Come with me, Willy Wonka, and you'll see. While, okay. While there's dialogue over it, mm-hmm. but that's playing in the background, and then it starts speeding up and speeding up, and Thor just starts screaming, and then it's like the hologram stops, and he's in a room full of people, and he's screaming like a girl, and then <laughs> realizes that there's people around. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it sounds like a good time because Hemsworth can be very funny. Thor's had funny parts in like the Avengers movies and stuff. One one of the funniest things that I think, and it's only because I know actors, Mm -hmm. when Thor first goes back to Asgard at the very beginning of the movie, there is this play that shows Loki's death in the last movie played by like these horrible actors. Like it's this (laughs) shitty little stage play that Thor walks in on seeing. Oh, yeah. Thor 2 ends with – him talking to Odin, but it turns out Odin was Loki. Right. I remember that now. Okay. Right. And so he, he comes upon this play, and there's this great big statue of Loki with his curvy horns, and these horrible actors just playing out the scene that we all know has happened. Mm-hmm. And the guy that plays Thor, the shitty Thor, is Chris Hemsworth's brother. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Wow. Was it Liam? Liam Hemsworth? Yeah. Yeah, wow. They That's got cool. him to play the shitty Thor. Wow. <laughs> Which That's I really thought, cool. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Could you imagine getting that phone call? Hey, this is Marvel Studios. Awesome. Yes. Yes, whatever it is. Awesome. You're playing the shitty Thor. Thanks. Bye. Click. <laughs> what? He's like, guys, I got to roll this Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> <laughs> shitty Thor. There is a Beta Ray, beta ray Bill uh, Easter egg in the movie. I'm glad it's just an Easter egg and they're not bringing him in. I never liked Beta Ray Bill. He looks so dumb. So dumb. He does look dumb, but he's a cool character. Like, the character itself he is He has cool. aardvark face. Okay, horse head. It's a horse head. He looks like an aardvark. It's a horse head. That's supposed to be a horse? Yeah. Oh, that's a bad drawing. It's, it's the skull. If you look at the skull of a horse, that's mm-hmm. what he's designed after. Uh, say, my mind always went aardvark. Aardvarks look nothing like that. Well, I know, but they don't, he doesn't really look like a horse either. The, the skull of a horse is what that's based off of. Oh. But, um, like, you see this giant tower... That has all of these uh, – has four skull, giant statues of heads on it. Mm-hmm. And one of those is the horse skull of Beta Ray Bill. That's cool. It's just a cool little throwaway thing. Yeah. yeah. And you see it a couple – like it flashes to it a couple times, but it's only on screen for seconds at a time. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I really want to see it now. You talked it up pretty well. Yeah. I, I would say that of the Thor movies, this is the one to see. Yeah, well, it's not really saying much. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean – So what's next? Black Panther? No, next is uh, Infinity Wars, I believe. No, Black Panther comes out in February. Infinity oh. Wars doesn't come out till like, December next year. Oh, I thought it came out. Okay. No, uh, I I know we're getting Black Panther next, which we just watched the tra- I just watched the trailer for. You had already seen it, and it yeah. looks badass. It looks really good. They're really exploring Wakanda, and, I mean, just the Black Panther just... He seems like a legit badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chadwick Bo- Boseman, Bosman, who's playing T'Challa, mm-hmm. uh, the Black Panther... In Civil War, he was a complete badass, and in this, there, there's in the trailer, there's one scene where he's running through New York, and he's getting shot at, and he, he is on a car that gets blown up, and it throws him onto a building, and he just, just keeps, keeps running. Moving, doesn't miss a beat. He doesn't miss a beat. He just when he catches that running. car, you just see him click his claws out and just, just shoves him into the metal part of the wheel. And just tears it apart and like chucks the wheel. Yeah, it looks badass. Like I'm super excited about it because it has Chadwick Bosman, who we already know is a badass in that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, who is in Creed, he's playing Eric Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking An- uh, Andy Circus. Yeah, he's playing the claw. Is playing the claw again, uh, which last time we saw him was in Age of, uh, Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'd say that was a nice little way to set him up because you see Ultron just rip his hand off, and yeah. like a, as a joke, pretty much it. Yeah, but they're building up a that built up a villain for the next movie. So. Yeah, uh, Ulysses Claw is. Okay, can I just say one thing? Can we just give Andy Serkis a couple of Emmys? He more than deserves them. Uh, yeah, for the Apes movies, I guess. Well, that, that's why. I just this week sat down and rewatched the first of the new Planet of the it's, Apes movies. It's, it's sad. It's super sad. And it he plays su- that role so well. Mm-hmm. You know, you almost forget that there's a person that's – he actually 
played all of that. Mm-hmm. None of that is just we're just going to throw in a random CG. No, he was in the car when they were driving. He he was the one doing all of that. The yeah, only he time put that balls on his face and they did the motion capture. Yeah, for the, the only time that he's not the one playing it is when the when uh, Caesar mm-hmm. is swinging through the house. Okay. Uh, and he plays yeah. that role. That movie's Damn, such what? a fucking and, downer, though, man. And then you look back at the fucking Lord of the Rings movies. He was Gollum. Yeah. He pretty much invented this new way of doing good CGI-esque characters. Yeah, I'm not – I'm by no stretch of the imagination a fan of Lord of the Rings, but uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, see, I am a fan of Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and Andy – like, because of Lord of the Rings, I became a huge fan of Andy Circus. Yeah. No, it makes sense. He did great. I mean, yeah. that's where they get his motions, his – Yep. Any weird motions from and stuff. Um, did you watch the second new Planet of the Apes? I've uh, no. It's good. It's good. I, I haven't watched the third one yet. I've not seen the second or third yet. I have them on my to watch list, mm-hmm. but I, I haven't really had the time to sit down and do it. Yeah, I've been wanting to rewatch the other two before I watched the third one, but I I don't want to relive the first one again yet because it's so kind of soul crushing. Right. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, a little bit of nerd news here. Uh, Netflix has come out saying that they're going to do a uh, J.K. Rowling uh, show. In what manner? I don't know if it's going to follow just Lord of the Rings or if it is going to follow more of the Cimmerillion, which is all of J.K. Rowling's other stories outside of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Probably that. Um, But this is going to be the most expensive show ever to have existed. More than Game of Thrones? Yes. Why? Because they're. I mean, Netflix has the money to throw at it, and they know that it's going to have an audience. That's true. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. For wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw the news the other you day. You think what they have to live up to? I mean, people didn't necessarily love the Hobbit trilogy, but the original Lord of the Rings well, trilogy. The reason people, that they didn't wow. love the Hobbit trilogy is because they added stuff mm-hmm. with as much with with, it, with a TV show. You can take as much time for any story that you want until it truthfully yeah i couldn't see them touching lord of the rings again already though so i bet it is the samer it would probably be the cimmerillion which there are a ton of stories and it gives you backstory on what happened in those movies if they decide not to do hobbit and lord of the rings they could do something like they've done uh it's some new streaming service i can't remember what it's called but their big flagship show to start off with was a or it's some sort of stephen king show but it's the mist no 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 this is one that takes place in a town where just no kind of shit. all of it, probably in Maine. I don't know why I said a town. I'm just going to go ahead and guess. It takes place in Maine. Yeah. And uh, it's like all of his universe lives. It's all there. So like you'll see Christine driving down the street or you'll hear Cujo barking in a backyard. Oh. Stuff like that. Like I don't think you're going to see Pennywise. Oh, so that's interesting. Um, So after the new It came out, mm-hmm. the film theorist, uh, Matt Pat. Mm-hmm. did an interesting episode about it and the shining basically he he comes to the conclusion of the kids in the in the story of it shine oh maybe and he draws a lot of parallels between the shining and it including the fact that the black guy in the shining is directly mentioned as being one of the people that have survived the clown oh really yeah hmm I, I know technically all of this stuff takes place in the same universe. That's what the Dark Tower is. Right. You open a door and that's the universe to it. You open another door, that's the mist. Well, this is saying – well, it would make sense that the mist would not be able to be in it. But I, I advise anybody who is interested in that, go check out the Film Theorist uh, video on that because some of the stuff that he draws parallels to, as a person that has watched just about every Stephen King movie that there was uh, until recently, because mm-hmm. I've not seen Dark Tower, I've not seen the new Wit. I don't think anybody's seen the new Dark Tower, Robert. <laughs> uh, apparently, it sucked. That's what I've which, heard. Which is so upsetting to me because the, the main character, uh, the, the 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 actor, Idris Elba. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is a damn good actor. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Um, and he's a badass in Thor, by the way. Oh, he's in this one. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, nice. No, what I was gonna say about that is it would make sense if they had this. You know, his his library, excluding Lord of the Rings, have it set in this place where all of his stories kind of exist and, you know, live around each other, like that Stephen King show. Okay. So the Samurai Ilian, whatever. Samurillion. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, you know, take all these stories. Well, right. And it's like I said, I a, Stephen King. a lot of it is background uh, of the world that Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit t- take place in. Okay. Uh, one of the best stories in the Cimmerillion, in my honest opinion, is actually one that he wrote for his wife. 
he wrote this beautiful story, and I forget the names uh, of everything, and so I'm just going to give the vaguest of details, Mm -hmm. but uh, about a human who fell in love with this beautiful elf that he heard singing, and she ended up dying before him on... On his wife's gravestone. This is actual J.K. – or not J.K. Rowling. Uh, what's his name? Honestly, I'm blanking on it too. <laughs> <laughs> Token. Uh, Token. Uh, when Token's wife died, he actually engraved the uh, a part of the poem on her gravestone from the Cimmerillion because he wrote it for her. It's a beautiful love story. Okay. Sounds really depressing. Uh, well, the story itself isn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the story is very beautiful, and mm-hmm. when his wife died, because he wrote this story, uh, the main girl in the story is based off of his wife. Like the elf or whatever, yeah. Right. And so when, when she died, he, he had that engraved on oh, her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Way to be a downer, man. It's not really – It's it, I think it's more beautiful than it's that. Kind of, it's romantic, People yeah. die. That happens. What? Yeah, it's going to happen to all of us. Fucking spoilers, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other trailer we watched? Oh, you 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 watched the Star Wars one, huh? I watched the Star Wars one against my will because I watched the, you know, I, I was there at the theaters. They played before Thor, yeah, yeah, and I am upset. Yeah, you seem mad. They give away the end. Hollywood needs to stop fucking doing this because I cannot watch trailers anymore without telling you exactly what's going to happen in first, second, and third act. If you're going to make a trailer, do it with first and second act. Enough happens in those two that you don't have to give away the ending. But they keep giving away the fucking endings in their trailers. I, I'm sorry. I'm like steamed. I, no, <laughs> you, you've been getting angry over different things each week. Ah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I'm a creature. Last week it was the Punisher. I, I'm a creature that lives on rage. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Mm. Like Fred Durst. Yeah, a little bit. God, I found out he did a song with the Insane Clown Posse. Really? Yeah. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Who's Fred Durst? Lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Okay. Keep on rolling, rolling, rolling what? That okay. guy? That, that fellow? That, that makes sense. Mr. Frederick Durst. He, he did a porn uh, porn tape. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> turns out Chris watched it. Why? He described it as watching Brett Favre at the end of his career. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Uh, one of the lines is, um, eat at Denny's, bitch slap granny. I made everybody listen to it four times last night. Of course you did. Yeah, and then I read the lyrics on Hold My Beer. So, <laughs> look forward to that. Um, an- another trailer that I watched, because I'm not, I'm not going to get into the Star Wars thing, because I will ruin the ending for everybody if I do, because I'm that angry. Okay. If I if the ruin's ending for me, if I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> it's the listener's fault that you had to watch a trailer. Oh, my God. Punish everybody. No, it's Hollywood's fault I that they understand. keep ruining endings. I'm still going to go see the movie. I am, too. I'm just <laughs> angry that I know the ending beforehand. Okay, okay. I would like to experience it. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't make the trailer, man. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like you're talking yourself off the ledge. I know. I know. I, know. Uh, <laughs> I watched another trailer. I'm about to get pissy again. Uh, what? Punisher. I think you said the trailer looked decent. I said that it's a Punisher trailer. I'm only going to watch it because John Bernthal is an amazing oh, actor. Okay. But it, it seems like it's focusing more on his time in the military, which could be very interesting. Yeah, definitely. You know that that that's an interesting thing. But as soon as they go back to my my family's dead and I've got to kill everybody because of it, fuck you. No, oh my God. Okay, I can't stand the Punisher. <laughs> oh, he's he's been in good stuff. Remember when he was a Frankenstein like monster, Frankencastle? That was cool. Actually, I don't remember that at all, and that's well, probably a good thing. Really fucking dumb, like real dumb. You you don't remember Frankencastle? I may have drank it out of my memory. <laughs> You forget how much I hated that episode. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we covered it in the episode. No, I read, like I did the Daredevil episode, I read every Punisher comic. Oh. And I hated it. Okay. So I've probably drank a lot of that away. (laughs) Good for you, I guess. I remember, remember, unfortunately. Uh, A little bit of DC news. Uh, Artist Stephen Byrne has released a modern interpretation of DC's Trinity heroes, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Um, This time imaging them as teenagers. Uh, Superman being a jock. And in the image, he's wearing a letter jacket that has S, which could stand for Smallville, could stand for Superman. Right. Uh, Holding a football. Looks like an asshole. What kind of dick has superpowers and plays football? <laughs> right? Yeah. He, you know he's never going to get tackled. Ever. Unless it... unless he's throwing it. Yeah, which he kind of have to to not raise suspicion. Right? Like, okay, he's never been tackled. He's never missed a throw. 
Nobody he, can catch him on the field. He He's flew from one end zone to the other to make a score. <laughs> he melted the other team's face with laser vision? Yeah. Something's not right here. Uh, Wonder Woman kind of looks like a punky teen with torn up jeans. Uh, her jacket and undershirt kind of look like the Wonder Woman suit a yeah, little bit. a little bit. Um, and she's got her lasso of truth tied around around her, almost as if it's holding something like a backpack, like a purse or something. And Batman's emo. He, yeah, he's just wearing a hoodie. <laughs> he, he's wearing a hoodie, a yellow uh, t shirt that has. He's the wearing Bat a Batman t shirt. He's yeah. flat out wearing a Batman. He, he's wearing t-shirt. a Batman t shirt, uh, and he has emo hair. Kind of dumb. Although, if if Bruce Wayne were real. That would be the best disguise ever. Just wear a bunch of Batman shit. Like you're a big fanboy. That'd be great. Well, okay, that and you got to think about it. For Bruce Wayne, who watched his parents die, as a teen, that would probably give you a lot of fucking angst. Yeah, that's and so true. him being a little emo makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're giving this that like Riverdale treatment or something. It's not something that necessarily interests me. I've not seen Riverdale yet, but I've heard it's amazing. I I've think I'm going to start teenage watching. Teenage girls, so you'd probably, you'd probably like it. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I said I said the same thing to Chris. He said he wanted to watch it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the, this image of of Stephen Burns, it's not being made into a a comic as of yet, or at least not that it's been announced. But oh, it's not. Oh, I thought that it was an advertisement. It's just an image. It's just an image. Oh, I, I I personally really like it. I think that people should look at it because if nothing else, another artist, you know, stuff out there that could possibly someday become something. Yeah. And it's a well drawn picture. Yeah, I, mean. I would probably read that comic. The you know watching superheroes and a person that is severely fucked up uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, go through their teenage years and dealing with life and who they are. Yeah, Wonder Woman would be weird to uh, write like that. One of, one of my favorite uh, cartoons growing up was X-Men Evolution, which is exactly that. It was the X-Men in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. It could, it could be done well, I would think. Yeah. I mean... I I hope that they do something with it. Uh, if not, it's still a damn cool image. Mm-hmm. I like. I may save this to my background. I, I just want to see Clark Kent be a dick in high school. Uh, I I want to see, <laughs> I want to see Bruce Wayne like just dealing with his shit instead of just burying writing it. poetry. Could you imagine the emo poetry? Listening to My Chemical Romance? In the darkest cave, my soul, <laughs> my soul is buried. Batman voice. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like Lego Batman. The a little bit. No parents. Where, where do you think that he uh, came up with those lyrics? Those are his high school poems. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to see him as the squirmy little emo kid before he becomes the awesome Lego Batman. Right. Mm. Uh, seeing that kid turn into Will Arnett would be weird. Uh, what I think is funny about the, the Lego Batman movie is they reference every single Batman movie that came before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, even Batman and Robin. Yeah. Because they specifically point out bat nipples. Yes. <laughs> they had, for some reason, the local Halloween store had a Mr. Freeze costume from that movie. Really? But they wanted 50 bucks for it. I've got to say that Arnold movie... Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. That movie probably does have one of my all-time favorite lines from Bruce Wayne in it. Um, Is it, it where he holds up the bat credit card? Nope, no. No. Batman Forever. In that movie, he it goes to a, a gala. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of Dark Knight Returns. Uh, but he's at some gala. He's dancing with the girl who is ultimately a, a bad guy, whether it be Catwoman or Ivy. It could be the, the red-headed psychiatrist. I don't remember. But Talia Agul, probably. The, the line that I remember, and this is my favorite line from any Batman movie, is they're asked, what costume are you wearing? And he goes, Playboy billionaire Bruce Wayne. The reason I love that line so much is because there have been several comics and uh, in Batman Beyond where you find out that he does not refer to himself as Bruce Wayne. Right. Bruce Wayne, in his mind, is dead. Yeah. In Batman Beyond, there is a villain that ends up affecting his mind mm-hmm. and starts calling him Bruce. And that's how he figures out that I'm not going crazy. Somebody is affecting me. Right. And when uh, – the new Batman asks him, how do you know? He's like, because Batman or because Bruce isn't the name I call myself in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a, really cool. That is a very striking line to add to a movie. They kind of try to repeat that with the I am suicide thing. Yeah. What 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 disguise are you wearing? Playboy bro, billionaire Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's perfect line. The only way to make that better is like, what costume are you wearing? Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> but thing is, Tony Stark is Tony Stark. No, I mean, if Bruce Wayne would say that he's oh, yeah, yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, 
Kind of like uh, in Lego Batman, not to bring it up again, but the password to the Batcave is Iron Man sucks. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. It's kind of great. Um, I, I love when DC and Marvel Just reference each other. at each other, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like uh, in The Runaways. In the original run of The Runaways, um, when Spider-Man comes up on the kids, mm. uh, one of the kids who is a huge superhero fanboy goes, you, you're, you're, and he goes, yes, I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that on our uh, Runaways episode. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool. Which, the 21st, I'm looking super forward to it. Oh, the show? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on it. The, the new run is interesting. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, remember in our Runaways uh, episode where I was talking about one of the most impactful deaths in comic book history? Were you talking when you said it? Yes. Then, no, I wasn't listening. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, they they bring that back in a very interesting way at the very beginning of uh, book one of the new run. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, have you seen the casting and everything? Does it look decent? I've not seen any of the kids before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because they're kids. Right. But based on looks alone, they look like the characters. Okay, like, good. Pretty damn well. Good, good. Okay. Um, so at least the look is good. They've actually shown uh, a little bit of what Carolina looks like, Lucy in the Sky, the girl that turns basic, basically into a living rainbow mm-hmm. spectrum of light. They show her starting to change a little bit in the trailer. And I have to say, I'm super excited they for it. They show you the tip pretty much it? Yeah. Nice. Ju- just the tip. Just the tip. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, you also looked up speedsters before we started recording, which is a bit of a mistake because there's too many. Well, but you did find a new one. <laughs> the, the reason being is the other day I was in the comic store and, and I saw the Flash number thirty four, the, mm-hmm. the new Flash comic, and on it there is the there's the Flash kissing uh, a Flash re- like reverse Flash in black costume, making out with Professor Eobald Thong, uh, but female. Oh. Well, that's not as interesting. I know. I know I've tried to kill you for like 20 years, but let, let's let's push our faces together. And uh, so I uh, I decided to look look it up a little bit, and apparently the character Mina has come back to life. Originally thought to have been killed at the hands of Godspeed. Oh, I thought Godspeed was a good guy. No. Oh, but he looks so cool. He looks cool. I'm not going to lie. Godspeed looks gold. cool. He's white and gold. Why is he a bad guy? He's a bad guy. The other reverse flash, the new one, looks like a zombie. Like he's red and black. He's blatantly a bad guy. So you think white and gold? Good guy. Are you t- Godspeed's a bad guy? Godspeed's a bad guy, yeah. Man, I'm going to start my own fan club. It just looks so cool, Robert. But yeah, so Mina has come back and is apparently a speedster. I don't think they've given her a name yet. I've not read the comic yet. Right. It, it once again, it's on my to-do list. I tried linking it up and it was it had nothing to do with it. So, while I was looking it up, I found a small list of speedsters in the DC universe. Are you ready for this? I'm I'm on Godspeed's Wikipedia page to try to prove you wrong. I hope he's a good guy. All right, so there is He's a police officer. That may have been how he started. August Hart, which is a weird name, is a colleague of Barry's from the Central City Police Department whose brother was murdered by a career criminal and his killer was let free due to um, same, uh, in, so he to took justice evidence. into his own yeah, hands okay. and killed the guy? Yep. Yep. And then he was struck by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. He looks fucking cool. He, does, he looks so cool! Yes. But, okay, so here is the small list of speedsters that I found. So there's Barry Allen. There's two different Wally Wests. You know, the first picture that it shows of him is him holding a half-dead flash. I should have been able to put two and two together. Yeah. Sorry, that, that's ahead. the picture that you showed me. <laughs> you know it is. You're right. <laughs> Blatantly a bad guy. Yeah. It looks so cool. Okay, so there's Barry Allen, two different Wally Wests. There's three anti-Flash rogues uh, being Reverse Flash, Professor Zoom, and uh, two Professor Zooms, one being Eobard Thon, the other being Hunter Zolomon, and uh, Daniel West. Uh, there's Impulse slash Kid Flash, who is Bart Allen. Yeah, who, he sucked in the 90s. Well, he just kind of randomly disappeared. That's fine. Um, There is the Flash Jay Garrick. Godspeed and now Mina. Isn't Garrick the one that has like the old school saucer hat yes. and stuff? Okay, yeah, he's cool. Uh, he was, quote, the, he's the Golden Age Flash. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's Savitar. Tro- Troya? Troya is referenced in uh, Titans number 17. Uh, there is the Grim Reaper Black Flash. He looks cool, too. He does look cool, but he's very zombie and skeletal. Blatantly a bad guy. Oh, you yeah, can tell well, by appearance. Unlike Godspeed. He's the one that shows up when people start fucking up the timeline. He shows up to kill that person. Right, right. Yeah, kind of um, like he's like the safeguard to make sure nothing gets fucked up too much. So he's not re- – I don't know if he's necessarily a bad guy. No, I – He's pretty he, much the – He's, he's neutral. 
uh, speedster Grim Reaper. Yeah, he's yeah. he's neutral. I would say that that is a neutral character. Yeah, Johnny and Jesse Quick, mm-hmm. Max Mercury, and uh, apparently the Red Death Batman is a speedster. Which sounds metal as fuck. Well, it is in the metal series, so that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked up anything on that. It seems interesting. I'm waiting that. for the entire run to be done, and then I'm just going to sit and bench read it. I think it's going over pretty well. I've heard good things. Yeah. Uh, Red Tornado Batman? Is that what it was? Uh, Red Death. Red Death. Of course. It's way better. Red so, Tornado is a different hero. More than likely a, a villain speedster Batman. Which kind of makes sense for Metal because one of the characters, one of the Batman that's showing up is the Batman, the smiling Batman or the Batman that smiles, mm-hmm. uh, which is a Joker mix. Okay. Um, so is this like our Batman going to, there's taking on all these other different Batman from different timelines? I, or? I don't know. No? I've not read anything of it. Like it's I said, weird. I'm, I'm going to binge read it. I've purposely kept myself from knowing too much about it. I wonder if there's one universe where Batman's the butler. <laughs> right? And uh, Al- Alfred secretly... Uh, yeah, he's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Or just a one man Robin for no reason. Yeah. Mainly because of the short shorts. Old oh. old man uh Alfred in short shorts. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I get beat to death with a crowbar almost every night. <laughs> That's my superpower. Master Wayne, this is getting old. Please stop sending me out. <laughs> <laughs> he's still the master, but he does all the yeah. chores and everything. <laughs> oh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, okay. But yeah, it it seems interesting. Um I don't know if it's supposed – I don't know if the cover art is supposed to be because this is a new love interest for The Flash or if this is one of uh, one of Kid Flash's love interest because one of the pictures that is on the article that uh, I saw all of the different speedsters right. is the – one of the Wally West, the black Wally West hugging her and screaming, you're alive and – Almost tackling her because he's so excited. Wow. So, so who knows? I, I don't know who – if she is a rom- romantic interest of anybody. I've been out of Flash comics for a little bit. I'm not really a DC guy, but it caught my eye. Say, so I read Flash when the new 52 launched, but when Rebirth happened, I haven't read anything. So The last Flash that I read was the crossover that he did with Batman called The Button, which is explaining how Dr. Manhattan from the uh, – Watchmen. The Watchmen – is the person that reset their universe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how any of that Because they out. found the comedian's button. Right. Uh, and... I saw a picture of the Flash holding it up, actually. Yep. Yeah, when I was looking up awesome pictures of Godspeed, because he looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the last one that I read of his. Hmm. Which was the one that got kidnapped by gorillas? Because you were reading this one, and it was this awesome backstory. And then also, like, until he got kidnapped by gorillas. Uh, didn't even say Gorilla Grodd. It was just gorillas. That was the red and black reverse Flash. Reverse Flash, flash that... yes. You were excited about. He looked cool. <laughs> he, he does look cool. A lot of these uh, speedsters look pretty cool. Yeah, the bad guy speedsters look cool. <laughs> yeah, but then you know he got kidnapped by gorillas. You read that I was like, wow, they fucked that yeah, up. With one word. We, we were sitting. <laughs> one word. I, I was sitting there reading it, and everything was like really cool. And then it was like, and then he got kidnapped by go, 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 gorillas. Yeah, like randomly. It was randomly in the wiki, wiki page oh, about uh, the character. He's Iris's brother. Yeah, yeah. Like it was this cool backstory, and then all of a sudden, gorillas. Like, oh, I'm I'm out of this. I don't I don't Which care anymore. Technically, should have been a Wally West, but it was a Daniel West. Right, right. right. So I'm assuming he's some he's from some alternate dimension or something. I, Who knows? I don't. know. It's really hard to keep track of, especially if you haven't actually read it. Yeah, there's a ton <laughs> of that, and there's a ton of speedsters. How are you supposed to keep them all intact? Well, you mentioned that before we started recording that they kind of wrote themselves into a corner with the Flash because it's really hard to take on a speedster without being a speedster. Well, not only a speedster, but a speedster that can go back in time. Right. You know, you actually have to have somebody else that can compare to that, also match his speed, and then when he goes back to change the shit you did, go, no, you can't do that. You actually have to stop me now. Right. Otherwise, yeah, sense. if you go back in time, I'm just going to go back in time. Right. Fuck you. He needs to go back in time and find the guy that designed Godspeed's suit and steal it. Because <laughs> then he can look cool, too. I, I still say that they need to do a story with The Flash with... uh the Justice League that basically shows that he is the reason that the Justice League is alive. Mm. Basically a, a storyline where every success that they've had is because he's gone back in time and changed one or two things. Or he just, he, he does things that helps on these missions that he does so fast. You don't see, and they never get brought up. Well, no, specifically the time travel thing, because time travel is so taboo with him that if he travels back in small doses, he doesn't, really change things because it just happened and so like if 
the the Justice League fight fight is fighting Darkseid, and they start getting wiped out, and like Batman's dead, and Wonder Woman's on a spike, and he goes, "Nope, time to change this shit," and goes back in time and just changes like one little thing. Yeah, and the Justice League start figuring out that he is the reason that they're alive that they are able to do the stuff that they're doing because let's face it of all of them he is the most powerful he is more powerful than superman eh, kind of you get in that way you but... give someone the power of time travel and fixing mistakes that person becomes a god yeah in a sense i don't i don't know it'd be i'm sure they could do it well yeah but uh i, 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 I personally I, would love to see that story yeah yeah, you could, they could do a lot of interesting things with the Flash, it, especially, especially the if you go aspect. into the psychology of it. Because imagine having to watch your friends and colleagues die time and time again, and you're the only one that can save them. Therefore, saving the world. Because these are the people that save the world. I don't save the world. I save them. They save the world. Right. Who watches the Watchmen? That kind of thing. Exactly. Um, but uh, plus, you know, he's breaking his own rule by doing it. Right, but so. he, he put him in situations where. Obviously, he has to, and he there's bit, like they can grab so much from the history of DC Comics oh, yeah. and the Justice League, where you can go back and go, oh, he actually changed this. Oh, he actually changed this. Right. They died here, 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 and here, and it's only because of the Flash that they're alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could go back and show these actual big fights that had already happened in the comics, and show what actually happened at right. first, and, and explain that the reason that he doesn't change certain things is because he's too late to change it. If he changes it, then he starts getting targeted by the Grim Reaper Black Flash. Right. So, mm-hmm. like the death of Superman, he wouldn't be able to change because it was too late. Which sucks because then we wouldn't have any of those issues afterwards. The blue so much. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the Supergirl story afterwards. Isn't it weird that I still like Steel because he looks cool even though that Shaq story and Shaq both tried to ruin the <laughs> fuck out of him? I loved the movie Steel when I was a kid. You did too? I've never watched it. Oh, don't. Okay. What about Kazam? Nope. Where Shaq was a genie? Nope. I've not watched any of Shaq's movies. There's only two. I just named them. Yeah. Okay, so I've not seen any either <laughs> of them. I haven't seen any of them. Uh, I did find... Uh... I did play Shaq Fu though. See, I, I avoided that one. He fights a mummy. Yeah, it's 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 like the worst game of all time. <laughs> it's it, yeah. It's classified as the worst game of all time. That or ET on Atari. Those are the two that it, oh, are ET, always mentioned. ET is easily the worst. I don't know. Having played it, ET oh, I haven't played either of them. Easily the worst. My parents loved me. They didn't <laughs> buy me that crap, and they let me. I I saw Kazam and still in theaters with my mommy. Okay. Uh, Kazam is where he's a genie that raps. I'm I'm aware. Okay. Because people that you should watch. People for a long time thought that it was Sinbad, uh, the comedian. I don't think anybody ever thought that. No, there, there's a thing online where pe- like, people were up in arms. Was it Shaq that was in a genie movie or was it Sinbad? And instead of what what was Shaq's one? Steel? No, the the genie. Kazam. Kazam. Yeah. They thought that Sinbad's was called Shazam. No, that's a DC comic character. Well, they also thought that th- that he was – like it, it's called the Mandela effect, I think. Yeah, with bear stain bears, bear stain bears, right. bear stain bears, it, it, whatever. It's, it's the exact same effect, but – Yeah, but that one's just blatantly wrong. You can look it up on IMDb. And you'll – well, yes, IMDb, but if you look up, you know, Sinbad Genie movie, you'll see pictures of posters of him as a genie. Well, I, I'm not saying he didn't play a genie in a movie. He might have. No, he never has. That's oh. the thing. He's never played a genie. Everybody confuses uh, Kazam uh, for, quote, Shazam with him. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, no, I, I went and saw Kazam in theaters because Shaq was in it. So, suck that. Uh, how bad do you feel? Oh, no, I liked it so much when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a good 20 years, which is good. If I, if I ever had to do, uh, like, commentary for one movie, it would be Kazam. Did Sinbad play a genie in the 1990s movie Shazam? No. Snopes.com. Let's see what they have to say. Okay, I guess. I mean, he didn't, though. It's just so easy to prove. <laughs> People, I, I don't Here, know. Here, you, you pull up IMDb, see if you can find something on it. I'm gonna. I'm looking up Snopes right now. I have to Google Kazam? Yeah. I, why? Well, no. Look up Sinbad and look through his history. Dude, there's even a VHS. Here, I... I'm going to turn my computer around. I may hit the mic. I apologize. There's a VHS here of Sinbad as a fucking genie. Pure magic. Shazam. Yeah, but that's, I mean, it's got to be Photoshopped or something. It's something, but people legit believe that this is real. Uh, (laughs) 
The genie in the above displayed image actually features the chest and arms of WWE wrestler Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, uh, Eddie Guerrero. With brother, Sinbad's face digitally added to the scene. Sinbad is bigger than Chavo Guerrero. Right, but he's not muscular. That's true. Yeah. Uh, he is best known for uh, First Kid, Good Burger, A Different World, and Jingle All the Way. Here, here's what Snopes says. Despite the total lack of evidence that any such film starring Sinbad was ever made, mm-hmm. no exant footage, no still shots documenting its creation, no news articles or movie reviews mentioning it, it has no entry in the Internet Movie Database, IMDb, and Sinbad himself has stated that he has never played a genie in a movie called Shazam. Many people still say they remember seeing the movie. So people are just dumb. Or alternate universe. Yeah, that's more likely. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, now I'm on Shaq's IMDb page. He's also in Good Burger. <laughs> that's, maybe that's where the confusion happened. Sinbad um, and Shaq are both in Good Burger. Maybe. But, you know, go, going off the alternate universe thing. One of my oh, can we please? Yes, one of my favorite uh, websites is the BeatlesNeverDied.com or ne- BeatlesNeverBrokeUp.com. Okay, it is uh, this story that this uh, the page is just a story and a link to this album that mm-hmm. apparently the Beatles made after they had supposedly broken up in our universe. And basically, the story on this website goes: this guy was in the desert and and somehow went passed out and this guy from another dimension found him brought him back to his house and brought him back and he's sitting there looking at all of these different cds of the beatles and one stands out to him that he had never seen being a big fan of the beatles Mm -hmm. and so he finds out that in this alternate universe instead of uh, a space program they uh focused on interdimensional travel and so they go to other dimensions basically on vacation which is how this guy found him and the guy uh, told him how he could get back to his world, but f- before he did, he stole this particular CD as proof. Have you heard it? I have. It's actually decent, and it sounds a little like the Beatles. A little. Very little. Well, once again, it's past when the Beatles actually did it, so it's more modern music. And it's also not the Beatles. That's what gets you. Also that <laughs> as well, but it's still a f- I mean, also that. I didn't mean to yank you out of your fantasy. It's but I was still like... a fucking fun website, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard about it. I've heard I've heard a, a song off of it. Taking it taking it back to the nineties in nineteen ninety six, we got Kazam. The year immediately after was Steel. So those were two fucking great years. I mean, th- those were two of Shaq's biggest paying years, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, then he's in Freddy Get Fingered. I hate that movie. Uh, I've seen it once and don't remember a single thing about it except for Daddy, Daddy, Daddy like some, some sausage. sausage. Yeah, of course. He jerks off a horse at one point. Um, Scary Movie Four. It's also terrible. The Smurfs too. Uh, he he plays himself in the Lego Movie. Uh, yeah. Huh. Are you ready for this? Oh no, they were <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> oh yeah, he actually, is a really good part. <laughs> uh, pickle and Peanut. Uh, what you what know, is that, Robert? You, pickle it? and Peanut. Yeah. It was probably a cartoon. It sounds dirty. Um, you know, pickles are penises. You, peanuts are testicles. He he was in uh, Grown Ups too. You know, the, I don't the see Adam that Sandler movie. Oh yeah, yeah, in 2013. Yeah. Um, but instead of just reading off Shaq's career, all right, so I have found a list of 15 impossible superhero crossovers that, quote, actually happened. This comes from CBR.com or comicbookreader.com. Okay. Number 15, Marvel versus DC, which there were four different comics. It was awful. Uh, the two that I've read, yes, were awful. I have uh, the graphic novel if you want to borrow it. It's the whole thing. Well, there, there's four different ones. Um, good. Yeah. It sucked. Jubilee got beat by Robin in a, in a fight. Well, yeah. as much as you hate Jubilee, I'm surprised that you say that that's bad. It's just like why? Because they're quirky sidekicks of lo- su- loved characters. You're supposed to bring the best of the best when you're fighting the rival company. They brought Robin and Jubilee. Uh, Spider-Man fought Batman. What's your point here? No, he didn't. He yes, he a- did. No, no, he didn't fight Batman. Captain America fought Batman. Captain America fought him in it another the, one. It was the only tie. There are four different comics. Well, that's not the one I'm talking about, Robin. <laughs> this is this one had Ben Riley. Oh, he fought Super uh, Superboy. And beat him, which seems unrealistic, technically. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just think that they were like, we have to have uh, this fight, this character wins in Marvel. This fight, this character wins from DC. Uh, they let the readers vote, kind of oh. like the Jason Todd thing. It's it's so fucking 90s. I mean, Namor beat... Uh, Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman, which should happen. God, we talked about this, what, last week? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, number 14, mm-hmm. He-Man and the Thundercats. Man, that is a lot of shirtless abs. <laughs> like a bunch of them. Yeah. 
I mean, on just this image that I'm looking at right now, you have He-Man with his almost German-looking look sigil on metal chest plate that mm -hmm. doesn't cover his abs no. or his nipples. No, of course not. Uh, standing in front of Lion-O, which covers his nipples at least. That's true. It, it, those are two of the most homoerotic cartoons of all time. Yeah. Like, I can't believe it's not just a softcore porn. The, the, that comic had to be nothing but ab shots, right? And hopefully He-Man killing Snarf. Maybe. <laughs> Snarf. Stupid cat dragon. Number 13. Yep. Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've discussed this before. You read it, didn't you? Uh, I read the first one. Oh. That was uh, I've, I've not read the entire run. Um, It it was interesting. Uh, Basically, because the turtles are constantly dimension hopping, that's how they brought them into Goth Gotham yeah, City. Yeah, it's pretty easy to do. Really. Yeah. The t Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whether it should be done or not, could technically be in anything. Because of the fact that they constantly dimension hop. I've heard they're becoming DLC for Injustice 2. Uh, I had not heard that, and I have Injustice 2, so I don't know how truthful that is. I don't know. Number 12, which actually sounds really cool, Robocop versus Terminator. Yeah, I mean, I mean it makes sense. Um, I've seen a, I've seen an epic rap battle. I, I've seen worse crossovers. Yeah, it seems fitting. Who, who, who do you think wins? I'm going Terminator. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going RoboCop because Terminator fails at everything he tries. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, number eleven, Superman versus aliens. And I have to say, there is a pretty cool image of a xenomorph popping out of the Superman logo. It's just such a weird mix. Uh yeah. Your phone's been silent since the movie theater, huh? Apparently, my notifications are not. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know if it would be good or not. It sounds like it would be horrible. Yeah, of course it's not good. What do you mean? But Superman's in space like a lot. Like a lot, a lot. He could just punch his xenomorph. There's not, there's no drama. Yes, but if you walk up to an egg and go, huh, that's an egg. Yeah, I'm glad you just want to see Superman get face raped. Well, hey. <laughs> my, my son does not like your attitude. Apparently not. Hmm. Uh, Batman and Sherlock Holmes is number 10. Okay. That's... Which I think happened uh, around number 570 of Detective Comics. Hell if I know. I know they did uh, Gotham by Gaslight, which is him taking on kind of like Jack the Ripper, but... If I remember correctly, during that, Sherlock is like 100-something years old. Like, in his 100-teens, 120s. Hmm. Uh, I have no idea. But, yeah, it, you know, with... The greatest detective and the greatest detective together. I bet they detected some shit. I, I would. I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Superman Sherlock and Holmes... Muhammad Ali, which we've talked about, is yeah. number nine. Yeah. Uh, great comic, by the way. I've never actually read it. Great cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably the worst that we've said so far. Number eight is Spider-Man and Ren and Stimpy. What? Spider-Man and Ren and Stimpy. Did he at least get a team up with uh, Cinnamon Toast Man? I think that's who he's fighting oh, on this cover. Mm. Great. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, don't want to read that. A problem occurred with this web page, so it was reloaded. I'm waiting for it to reload currently. Your internet sucks, Danny. Oh, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. It doesn't help that my son's watching Power Rangers. Yeah. I don't I, deserve uh, internet. I can go in and pause that. <laughs> yeah. He's already seen it. He's watching Dino Charge. He's watched that series, or that season, like 12 times. Yeah? It's And every episode's the same. They beat the monster. Oh, monster grows. Oh, Megazord beats the monster. It's been that way since the 90s. Oh, Why are credits. you surprised? Well, at least you had Tommy, you know? You had a bad <laughs> ranger. Uh, yeah, this definitely looks like he's fighting Cinnamon Toast, man. Good. Uh, num <laughs> number seven, Star Trek and the X-Men. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I had it in my hands at a comic book store and put it down because <laughs> it looked dumb. Yeah, I, I think that you and I experienced uh, that same same phenomenon. like, wow. This this is a thing that shouldn't be gross. Back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only uh, thing they have in, in common is is the way they they have the simulator rooms. That's about it. Right. Which I don't know because I've not read it. I don't know if that's how they meet. <laughs> how? Well, in Star Trek, it turns being, out it's just a training program the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Well, no. For for Star Trek, it's a simulation. Mm hmm. You know, so they're they're meeting these characters stuck in the simulation room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that, that's how I would write it. I, I wouldn't write it. The Punisher and Archie is number six, and your internet fucking sucks. You mentioned that. It's not my... I, I paid my bill. <laughs> well, it's frozen up on me again. I can't get to number five. But uh, yeah, Punisher and Archie. 
That's a good one to end on, right? <laughs> Most boring character ever in Archie. I, I feel like they could... You know what? That is fine. Yeah, man. Does Jughead get murdered? Um. Well, I can read to you the, the first two lines of this. Okay. And it does... It, it, there's one complete sentence in it. Archie comics have always been about the teenage antics of the Riverdale gang. Mm-hmm. While there aren't a lot of vigilating psychopaths running around the streets of Riverdale, someone thought... <laughs> I don't think they did. No. <laughs> no. That's a bold-faced lie. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, there aren't a lot of vigilantes running around the streets of Riverdale. Someone thought it was about time. Thus, along came Archie meets Punisher in 1994. This one-shot intercompany crossover threw together the all-American teenager Archie Andrews and the grizzled veteran vigilante superhero Frank Castle slash Punisher. So dumb. So dumb. Yeah. I just don't know why anybody thought that was a good idea. Castle is contracted by the government to apprehend via non-lethal force a drug kingpin named Red who is hiding somewhere in Riverdale. Of course, Red looks exactly like Archie Andrews, so confusion ensues. Uh, But he doesn't do non-lethal stuff. He kills everything. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Superman and the Masters of the Universe, once again a He-Man crossover. Oh. Uh, which on the cover here has like thought bubbles going uh, from from uh, Superman going as long as Skeletor magically controls me, I must attack He Man, and that means I could die. No, you could. No, no, no. you're fine. You are safe as fuck. Uh, the storyline is called From Eternia with Death. <laughs> it, play, a play from on Russia words with love. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand, Robert. <laughs> I just, oh man. <laughs> uh, there's Archie versus Predator. That's number four. How is that? How does? How is he? How is he not dead? I don't know. How would the? How would a predator? Well, fail at- he, he, here are the three cover arts for this. So the first two are Veronica and the other girl with her severed heads on a pike. Uh, no, <sighs> one holding a well. Looks like both of them are holding blades. Both of them in their underwear. Uh, and a predator is kind of sitting in the woods. What? The second one is the. Archie gang going to a beach party with a giant predator head behind them. And the third one is the blonde girl, not Veronica. Don't ask me. And uh, the predator sharing a milkshake while Archie just looks confused. Oh, I am totally getting on the internet. Hold on. I need to see this. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Number three is Eminem in The Punisher. You know, I I have seen that and I've read pieces of it. It's awful. (laughs) It's really bad. I'm not not even going to take the time to read that one. Number two, Spider-Man and the cast of Saturday Night Live. What? Back in Marvel Team-Up number 74, written by Chris Claremont and penciled by Bob Hall, Spider-Man joins forces with the not-ready-for-prime-time players consisting of the cast of Saturday Night Live. At the time, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, Jane Curtin, Garrett Morris, Bill Murray, Lorraine Newman, and Gilda Radner. Spider-Man teamed up with... Half the Ghostbusters. Well, okay, that you put it that way, it's cool, <laughs> right? Yes, man. I just I, I went to images on this Archie Predator thing. There's a scene where somebody's head literally explodes, and you see their eyeball flying out. Nice. Like I didn't think Archie would get graphic. And the number one worst crossover in comic book history, according to CBR.com, uh, is it Ninja Turtles meets Archie? No, that's a thing. I just found it. How well, is that not on the list? I don't know. Oh. Charles Barkley versus Godzilla. Yes. No. Yes. It is yes. a it is a basketball game. Yes. Between Godzilla and a giant Charles Barkley, which is the exact opposite of what Charles Barkley is. Yes. A thousand <laughs> times yes. I, I want this in my life. Are you serious? This happened back in 1992. Nike aired a television commercial which which had a giant-sized version of NBA star Charles Barkley playing basketball with none other than Godzilla in the streets of downtown Tokyo. It didn't take long, but we have no idea why it was done. Dark Horse Comics adapted it into a one-shot comic. Yes! The comic takes place in California rather than in Japan and features Barkley playing ball with the King of the Monsters. Yes! The comic was written by Mike Barron with pencils by Jeff... Butler and Keith Aiken. In the book, Barkley is promoted to save California from the rampaging Godzilla by a little boy who gives him a magic silver dollar that allows him to grow to monstrous proportions because, quote, it is a little known fact that Godzilla is a sucker for b-ball. <laughs> it is a, it's very little known. <laughs> yeah. Barkley learns 
issuing the challenge and well, they played basketball. Yep, that sure happened. That's awesome. <laughs> I also just found Archie meets the Ramones. The the punk band? Yeah. Nice. Um, Archie pretty much meets everybody at one point or another. Yeah, a bit of a whore, huh? Yeah. Charles Barkley. Well, it's be it's versus because... Godzilla. And it sucks cuz you know Godzilla loses at the end. You, you never know. He could win. Hey, he loses. Short arms, man. Doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> think of that height, though. He can dunk. Well, I was thinking of just, you know, breathing fire. Oh, yeah, that too. A Gamma Blast, I feel like would just... I win. think that would be a foul. You know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you say? Yeah. You know? You're right, Robert. I was being ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't think it through. <laughs> you know? But that is, according to CBR.com, the 15 impossible superhero crossovers that actually happened. I, I am looking at a picture of Archie with a face hugger on his face right now. Oh, yeah, that happened. This is great. Yeah, there are actually a bunch of stories where Archie and the gang die. Yeah, right. There's a picture of Batman punching Archie in the heart. Oh, yeah. There you go. And there's Archie running from dinosaurs. Yep. Uh, Archie's cyber adventures that looks like a uh, Tron thing. So, nerdly debate. If you're going to have Archie cross over with anybody... I wouldn't. Who would it be? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Well, Charles Barkley now. <laughs> I'd put him in the chains, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Something to torture him. I, I never liked Archie, man. Archie versus Sharknado just I, came I out. I can understand for young readers its appeal. You know, it, it's wholesome. There's not really any violence to it and so for younger readers i can get it it's just never been something that i've really been into but people who love it love it dearly if you say so i'd mega man archie what? meets mega man yeah why archie meets the terminator are you just looking at archie crossovers yes <laughs> you thought i said something stupid earlier that was a stupid question i uh, well yeah you did just mention like five different archie things yeah Superman meets Jerry Lewis. He he just died. Way to bring it down, Danny. Archie meets Obama? Okay, he's still alive. That's cool. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> Spider-Man met Obama. Archie meets Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, at this point, who in the comic book world hasn't Archie met? I'm trying to think of one, honestly. Because. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what? Batman and Superman versus aliens and predators. Okay. Yes. Wow. wow, and the art's done. The cover art's done like Kingdom Come. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That'd be one to throw Archie in. That'd be depressing as food. <laughs> oh, Sabrina the so, Teenage Witch. That is all the stories that I have, good sir. Oh man, I'm going to be doing this for the next three weeks. <laughs> well, uh, until... Tarzan versus Predator. Fuck you. There's your ender. Tarzan versus Predator. Tar it's him tackling a predator off of a cliff uh, at the Earth's core. Is what it's called. Cool. Yeah. That sounds better than Archie versus Predator. Anything sounds better than Archie versus Predator. <laughs> it should be one page of him stabbing Archie. Yeah. That's it. So I believe that is our time. Yeah, sure. Your name is? Danny Mullins. Your name is? Robert Foley. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.